Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ, a podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Southerton, Pennsylvania, dedicated to connecting the liturgical and spiritual life of the Orthodox parish with the life of the Orthodox home, presenting the weekly homilies of our parish pastors, Father Noah Buscelli and Father James Thayer, as well as discussions of the liturgical year and Orthodox life and practice by Justin Bowl and Jeff Hyatt. Now here is Father Noah Buscelli. Glory to Jesus Christ. This is the day which the Lord has made. I have a very politically incorrect message this morning, but it's not my message, it's St. Paul's message. About judgment, Judgment is the unpleasant panacea, the one that we want to avoid, but it's the only thing that can heal us. The unpleasant panacea is that Jesus will come again, not meek, but he will come in glory as a king, coming to take back his kingdom. And he will come to judge According to truth, this is what St. Paul says in Romans, right before we picked up our reading, according to our hearts and according to our deeds. This little reading from what St. John Chrysostom called a spiritual trumpet, that's what he said the epistle to the Romans is, a spiritual trumpet, is so important for us to remember we tend to think along the lines of American civil religion that God is a big smiley face and that he wants what's best for us and he, he will not judge us, he will not challenge us, uh, challenge us. Of course he wants what's best for us, but that's according to his scale, not according to our scale. That's according to eternity rather than time. We will be judged by our words, our careless words. How many of them have slipped out of my mouth? How many times have I hurt people I love because of my carelessness? We'll be, we'll be judged by the thoughts that we entertain by thinking that we are our thoughts and then acting on that. We'll be judged for how we spend our money, how we spend our time, what we invest in. And it's an impartial judgment. It's a judgment of love for sure, but a judgment based on truth and our hearts and our deeds. We just read at sixth hour on Wednesday from Matthew chapter 6 from the Sermon on the Mount. By the way, we're reading Romans and Matthew. If you haven't started reading those with the church, please do that. Our Lord said, Not all who say to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. So we can't get around the judgment. 
We can entertain ourselves to distraction because it's an unpleasant panacea, but we can't get around it. Between here and eternity, there's only one, there's only one gate. So I like you to make peace with it. Instead of avoid it, instead of bury yourself in your phones. Good timing. There's another one, too. I, my phone has gone off in church, so I never judge. It's happened to me. Instead of burying ourselves in our phones, instead of burying ourselves in our careers, in our pursuit of happiness, let's elevate ourselves to the high calling that God has given us. With the judgment in mind, I want to give you the, the happy part of this. It is possible, it is possible to know and to do God's will. I was having a, this discussion at a, at a house blessing recently. Father, how do we find God's will? Is it possible to know God's will? Yes, it is. We, we read Romans chapter 1, verse 10, where St. Paul says he wants to visit the Christians in Rome. He wants to find a way within the will of God to come to them. God's will is not a static, linear, connect the dots. I have to make this choice and then that choice ready to be struck down at any moment. No, God's will is a sea that we are navigating through. And we can find ways in his will. Back to judgment for a minute. How do we avoid judgment? It's by judging ourselves when we have found ourselves outside of God's will, judging ourselves and running back to him. The church teaches us every evening in the prokimena that we chant. One of them is, I forget the psalm verse, Thy mercy, O Lord, shall follow me all the days of my life. That means God is coming after us, sweeping up the mess. Or another translation, Thy mercy, O Lord, shall pursue me all the days of my life. Hunting us down, chasing us. Another Prokimanon says, Thou, O God, art my helper, and thy mercy will go before me within the realm of God's will. His mercy is paving the way and picking up the pieces, going before us and pursuing us. So it is possible to know and to do God's will. 
If we listen to what he told his fishermen disciples this morning, he said, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. That's how we can do God's will. We can follow our Lord Jesus Christ, who showed us how to be a human in the right way. He did everything for everyone else. He taught, he preached, he healed, he served, he delayed judgment, he sacrificed, and ultimately he died. This is what it means for us to follow him. We bear, we who have been baptized and chrismated, bear the beautiful word, title, servant of God. We are servants of God. God is Jesus Christ. We're his servants. That means we have to do what he does. We have to have the same mindset. So we have to follow him. If we don't follow Jesus, we're going to follow ourselves. If we don't have the light, we're going to be in darkness. And we'll be following not ourselves, but we'll be following the world into the pits. We'll be following the flesh. We'll be following the devil. We think that there is free thought. We think that we can have a new idea, but that's a myth. There is no such thing as free thought. I just read a wonderful book. I can't say the title because it has a, a hard word in the title, but it's 10 books that messed up the world. Messed up was replaced there. And it traces, it traces the, the terrible thoughts that started with Machiavelli down till today that led to bloodshed throughout Europe, throughout the world, in fact. There is nothing new under the sun. We see that in Christ's crucifixion, St. Luke chapter 23. The leaders say, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And then the soldiers had that same thought. If you're the king of the Jews, come down from the cross. And then the thieves, or at least one of the thieves, the thieves were presented with that same thought. If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself and us. But the wise thief, the thief on the right, the one whose heart was pure, despite the circumstances that he found himself in throughout his life. He said, no, don't you fear God. This man has done nothing wrong. He stood up to what was believed to be free thought, but in fact was slavery. Brothers and sisters, it is possible to know and to do God's will 
And it's possible even to do that in America. This is what we are celebrating today, All Saints of America. And the story of the American Orthodox experience starts with fishermen, just like the story of the apostles was a fisherman, fisherman coming out of fishing and fishing for men. Fur traders from Russia brought their imperfect knowledge and practice of the faith to Russian America, to Alaska. And the people there were excited. This is a beautiful faith. We want to have it. So these fur traders wrote back home and said, send us missionaries. Send us a bishop or priests and monks, people that can come and teach and preach and baptize. This is how St. Herman got here. Eventually, this is how St. Innocent got here. And St. Innocent wrote a beautiful book. I'm about to close my sermon here. Follow me just for another second. He wrote a beautiful book called An Indication of the Way into the Kingdom of Heaven. And it's a very basic catechism written for very simple people. And I don't mean simple as in stupid. I mean simple as in direct, uncomplex. A very simple catechism in which he says, this is what Jesus Christ has done for us. This is how we can follow him. And if we do, this is what we can expect. And he says to follow him, we just have to deny ourselves, take up our crosses, the sufferings that we have in our life, and then we can follow him and do his, do his will. So brothers and sisters, the judgment is real. But we can judge ourselves and throw ourselves on God's mercy and restore our baptismal purity in holy confession. The judgment is real, but the outcome is beyond words. That's what St. Innocent said. He said, I can't even begin to describe the riches of those who follow Christ in eternity. The judgment is real. The stakes are high, but it is possible to know and to do God's will. And it is worth knowing and doing God's will. And we have not only examples, but we have intercessors in St. Herman, St. Juvenali, St. Peter, St. Innocent, St. John, Nikolai, Raphael, St. Yaakov, St. Alexis, and many saints, many known that I can't remember, and many unknown that we'll never know, little pockets of sanctity throughout our land. By their example, by their prayers, by our Lord's life and death and resurrection, may we get to know him and his will, our place in his will, so we can follow him and bring as many as we can along with us.
and rejoice eternally with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.